This is Lee Dragoon with Tin Pod Radio. Promote the Little Women um, graphic novel through Oni Press. Please don't feel me because I know what I want. Please Seven. The waves were created from each footstep he was taking under the surface of the water. Offshore from the part of Florida that's called the Space Coast walked a never-ending ancient. The sand of the seabed moved away from his feet instead of his feet shuffling through the sand. Even the water seemed to be reluctant to get him wet now that it recognised who he was, but he allowed it to. Some forms of life have just always been terrified of his presence. Others just knew to show proper respect. Another powerful individual force was approaching in the same direction, but this one was moving above the water. He was a human male who in appearance seemed to be around 40 years of age. A mortal man who had become a force of nature through the study of ancient practices, prehistoric medicines and primordial meditations. Destiny tapped him into the nature of knowledge itself. He is a dam to those powers that should never appear in the world of human living or nothing but blood should follow. Appearing from his personal dimension of balance and solitude to travel a long distance in search of someone even he should fear. Now he floats in the air above the waters off the coast, like an image out of some sort of anime fairy tale. Like everyone, he has a story. We'll start a few years after his birth, in the next bit. Give a listen to the podcast series Brain Leakage as we live podcast every single episode of Doctor Who from An Unearthly Child on. Yes, today is a set point in time. You can't change that. Not even a Time Lord could. Brain Leakage on Tin Pod Radio. At the age of five, an orphan boy who lived on the streets of 1765 Boston was kidnapped by slave traders and sold to European merchants who dealt in young boys. This is a very common, twisted thing that happens in many countries. Happens, as in it still happens. The slave merchants sold the young boys they bought from the people they called pickers to upper-class men and women to be used as sex slaves. Wait, a little white boy still sold slaves, or should I have said sex indentures? I think I'm wrong, and I don't know what to go with, but we need to move on. The boy's name was William Dexter. He was the child of a prostitute who was raped by several men in an alley while in Cambridge, searching for work to try and find herself. That kind of tragedy is not unique to the story of William Dexter. There are many who came into the world as a child of rape. His mother died giving birth to him and he was raised in an orphanage until he was five. At the age of five is when he ran away while working at a mill run by the owner of the orphanage. 
If you've watched many BBC dramas, you'll get the gist of what his life was like and why he wanted to run. The European slave merchants sold William to a family related to old French royalty. Related in the sense that they were distant cousins and being related to a royal family meant they were given lands and titles. They actually had very little wealth, except from what they obtained from living off what they'd been given, titles and lands. Even today that's more important than actual wealth. The couple William was sold to tortured him in a hidden chamber in their estate. From the age of five to the age of eight he existed solely for their perverse pleasures. Each day something horrific would happen to him, and the next day, something even worse. He was a slave to their every whim, be it labour, sexual impulse, or fulfilment of their thirst for power. They were only satisfied in life through inflicting pain on another human being. William found his escape one night after a party, as his tormentors were prone to have many social gatherings, some to show and share. As the couple who owned him was passed out among their guests, William tried to sneak out of the house. He was just inches from reaching freedom when he was caught by the chambermaid in the gardens that surrounded the hellish prison he had to call home. They forced him to call it home in one of many purely psychological tortures. He was being beaten to the point of whispering prayers asking for his own death when a sword went clear through the chambermaid's head. William looked up to see four men and one woman all dressed very differently from anything he'd ever seen before. It was very much a strange sight for him to see. Then he looked down and one of them pulled their sword from the chambermaid's head with her eyes and mouth still open. A swift kick from a boot closed her eyes. It would be nice to say that this was William's first time seeing death in person, but it wasn't, not by a long shot. One of the men waved for the other males to follow him into the house. We end this den of sin tonight. That wasn't part of our mission. I don't care. I'm going to shard every inch of their flesh. It won't pay back anything. No, but I'll feel better about the world. William still hears these words echo whenever he sees cruelty in the world. The female of the group picked William up and into her arms. There he passed out from his injuries, not just from the damage of the beating, but from his whole life. A thing he'll always remember is how peaceful he felt as she held him. A day later, William awoke in a castle in Hungary and discovered he'd been saved from his life of torment by the Knights Templar. Their duty was, and is, to protect the sacred truths. One of those truths is that every thousand years or so, a young man or woman is chosen to be educated in the old secrets of the world and become the Pledge of Solomon. Over the centuries, William moved towards becoming what he is, but now he goes by a shorter title, the Pledge. First as a Templar knight, he travelled the world. Then through studying with hidden Templar teachers, he gained knowledge of all the ancient secrets, and in learning those secrets, he gained powers that connected him with the universe, and all of the fabrics of the realities. Are you a fan of the classic Valiant comics? Do you miss Magnus meeting up with Fry? Do you remember when Solar was doing uh, adult things with Exo? Well, okay, no, that didn't happen. But you just never know what could have happened in the Valiant book in those days. From issue to issue, it was the best comics company going. So, if you've ever dreamed in Barry Windsor Smith pencils, you might just want to check this out. I Wish I Was Brave on Tin Pod Radio.
remember